Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Are you ready? Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, and Scott Robbins. We just become best friends. Yep. Making sense of it all. How I get it. And having some fun. Lighten up, Francis. This is the Markley, Van Camp, and Robbins Show. All right. The Markley, Van Camp, and Robbins Show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. All right, I guess this wasn't a big surprise mm-hmm. because you're getting used to being just let down. Yeah. Um, uh, the border, the border <laughs> is secure. Yeah, Alejandro Mayorkas. No. The impeachment failed. Yeah, it did. Golly, so man. three Republicans were against it. Tom McClintock, Ken Buck, and Mike Gallagher. A fourth Republican, Blake Moore, voted no. And there's a procedural reason for that. Not against the idea, but he voted no to make sure Republicans could still bring it up later. Uh, bring up a motion to reconsider is what it's called. It basically leaves the option still on the table. Okay. And someone's saying, oh, well, this doesn't fit high crimes and misdemeanors. Uh, <laughs> of course it does. It's so frustrating yeah. to see what's going on. And then this mealy mouth nonsense from the different Republicans. I understand also Mayorkas is doing what the administration wants him to do, but it's the right message that you can't do this to the country when you're the head of the Department of Homeland Security. And most people are frustrated by that, and they should be. Um, and then, of course, you know, the gloating happens at Legacy Media because mm-hmm. Republicans look like total dopes. When something like this happens. Robin, good morning to you. And this is an embarrassing string of setbacks. In the last 24 hours alone, Republicans killed a border deal they helped negotiate, failed to impeach the Homeland Security Secretary, and couldn't even get enough votes to pass additional aid to Israel. So, yes, they mix in uh, half-truths along with uh, the Mayorkas thing. But it's just the scoreboarding that happens. And again, yeah. it's for the people that only get their news from these places. It it really does form an opinion because they don't know anything different. Yeah, they, well, the, the phrase they themselves negotiated on this border deal. Right. Was Ted Cruz part of that? Nope. No. Was Mike Lee part of that? No. no. Were most of the Republicans in the Senate part of that negotiation? No. No. So then saying they themselves negotiated is a lie. But that's why they wanted to keep putting it out there, the bipartisan immigration bill. And I kept saying, what Republicans are we talking about? The stiff from Oklahoma? That one guy? Who else? McConnell says, yeah, yeah, we're, we're all about getting this together. And then, well, don't vote on it. Because you licked your finger and put it up in the air and then paused for 45 seconds and decided this is a bad idea? I don't know what happened. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, some of the criticism leveled at some of these Republicans is accurate. Absolutely. They do look like stumbling, bumbling fools sometimes that can't get their act together for 10 minutes. 
It happens all the time. But that's and, a big lie right I, there. Again, man, we talk about this all the time. It's because there are so many people in Congress that are bought and paid for that will vote for however they're told to vote. It's not for the good of the people. It's for themselves and for their donors. And that's what's so frustrating about the system. And again, and who's paying the price for it? The American people. But more on that a little bit later. Meanwhile, um, we've got different pieces out that I saw today. Uh, Why is it that people are so upset with Joe Biden? Why are these numbers cratering like they are? I mean, you've got so many different crises going on all at the same time. And this guy, I mean, he can't get a sentence out. He's talking to dead people again. And then the White House press secretary gets asked about it. She wants nothing to do with that. Oh, yeah. Well, White House press secretary Karine Jean-Pierre really doesn't want to talk about the president's obvious senility. They like to say it's age, but it's not age. It's not the number of years that Joe Biden has lived on this planet. It's the fact that the guy literally talks to dead people. Apparently, he mentioned Francois Mitterrand, a a former uh, French president who died in 1996. Yes, he did. Joe Biden says he talked to him in 2021. Uh, And she was asked about Biden's habit of looking for or talking to dead people. (laughs) Oh, yeah. I love the way this goes because it's the deuce. President Biden ever going to convince the three quarters of voters who are worried about his physical and mental health, that he is okay, even though in Las Vegas he told a story about recently talking to a French president who died in 1996. I'm not even going to go down that rabbit hole with Why? you, sir. What is We're going to go. Hole? Go ahead. He said go he ahead. talked to Mitterrand. Go ahead. In- you saw the president in Vegas, in California. You've seen the president in South Carolina. You saw him in Mich- Michigan. I'll just leave it there. Okay. Yeah, you saw him there. So what? Yeah, I saw him there. Talking to dead people. <laughs> yeah, it's not so much we saw him, it's who he saw there. Right. <laughs> that's, that's what we got to figure yeah, out. Yeah, that's right. the problem. Right. That's the problem. And then later on, he's asked about uh, Israel, the Middle East, Hamas. He can't remember Hamas. I mean, that was even worse. There is some movement, and I don't want to, I don't want to, yeah. let me be, choose my words. There's some movement. There's been a response from the... uh, Holy smokes! There's been a response from the opposition. But, um, yes, I'm sorry, from Hamas. (laughs) Well, you got bailed out by a reporter right there. Yeah. Yeah, The guy, you gave him the answer. Yes. Holy cow, man. Dude, it is. I think it's this scene almost like you're at the nursing home. Obviously, someone is struggling there. And out of the goodness of your heart, you feel like, I got to give him the name. I'm, I, I want to help. I don't know which reporter it was. Dang. Oh, goodness gracious, man. Uh, but again, people are like, you know, the, the economy's red hot right now. Uh-huh. Yeah. I saw that. That was a writer from Real Clear Politics. Says, you know, trying to figure out why he's just not resonating. And I mean, we can go down the whole list later. But as you've brought up many times, David, okay, when you have media trying to tell people how great the economy is, but you just go out and talk to people, it's a completely different story. Yeah. Well, right? 
yeah, you can throw out GDP numbers, CPI numbers, and all of that all you want. To most people, that is meaningless, especially when they can't afford rent, they can't afford to buy a house, the transportation so, costs are way out of control. I mean, yeah. So at least I'll tip the cap to Good Morning America one time. Of course, it was in the second hour. All right. Actually bringing this story up, it, it was refreshing in a way because at least they were telling the truth about something. See you again, Robin. And Americans are taking on more debt, $17.5 trillion overall. $1.13 trillion of that is a record amount, and it's on credit cards. Plus, more people are falling behind on their payments because despite the strong jobs market, consumers are facing higher prices and much higher interest rates. Yes! So take a look at this. In just the last two years, the typical credit card has gone from 14.5% APR to now 21% one and a half percent APR. So let's say you're, you're carrying oh a $1,000 balance on your credit card. Two years ago, if you were making minimum yep. payments, it would have cost you $729 in interest to pay it off. At today's rates, you are paying almost $1,200 in interest. That is a nearly $500 difference. Right. But the alarm should have been going off when you saw, oh my gosh, people are using their credit cards to pay off their bills more and more and more. And I don't know how many times we talked about that. That's an indicator. Yeah. And of course, you're getting yourself into trouble there. You got to manage your own budget. It's up to you to do it. At the same time, yeah, painting but, this rosy picture, I don't understand yeah. why this isn't resonating with voters. You know, but the, the deal is this, too. I mean, between not having food or not paying your rent and putting it into your credit card. I mean, I know you're not supposed to, or you're not supposed to be I doing these things. It. Yeah, but you're going to do fact, it. If that's all you got. Oh, yeah. You know. Yeah, you got to eat. Right. All right. Dang. All right. And there's more on that that we'll get to later. You have an update on the door that fell off the plane, David. Dude. Okay. So the Alaska Airlines flight out of Portland, door falls off at 16,000 feet. Luckily, nobody seriously injured or killed here. Nope. Uh, the feds think they figured out why. And I want to let the pros at ABC News explain this. Okay. It's not a very long clip here. Okay. Well, tonight, we now learn that all of the bolts in that door plug were missing. All of them missing. All of them were missing. So, so that plane had been sent to the uh, Boeing facility in Renton, Washington, back in August. There had been some damaged rivets. So, in order to fix the damaged rivets, they had to take the bolts off of that door plug or whatever. Uh, nobody put the bolts back on when they were done. Oh my god! That's incredible. The plane had gone 150 flights or were somewhere in that in that ballpark before the door finally blew off. Oh my goodness. Unbelievable. Wow. Like I mean that's like if you change a tire, you take the bolts and put them into the hubcap and right. then you put everything back on. Right. So you make sure you have the freaking bolts to put back in the car. Okay. <laughs> Golly. What? That's incredible. They could trace this back, right, to the workers oh, that yeah. didn't have the bolts in. Oh, yeah. Is this going to be like the Biden administration? <laughs> we want to do better? No one's going to get fired. Right. I mean, you got to get fired for that, don't you? Right. right. Did, I just want to note, was somebody who was in charge of putting the bolts back on the door, were they like, were they like man, I know I forgot something. What is going on? Did they right. find the bolts in their pockets or something later and say, what did those go to? I'm trying to remember. Hmm. 
Yeah, if you've ever put together like crappy home furniture, yeah, or right. Then yeah. There's like two. There's a bolt left. You're like, oh crap. Where'd, <laughs> Where'd that go? Started? Where'd that go? But that's a plane. I, DEI guy <laughs> that put the bolts in. I mean, <laughs> yeah, it was a drag queen who actually did. <laughs> well, yeah, right. No, did the there is a really funny ending to this. No, that's report. the CEO from United. Right. Exactly. There you I'll, go. I'll, yeah. I stand corrected there. Yeah. The funny way to end this report from ABC, by the way, a statement from Boeing. Oh, okay. In a statement tonight, Boeing CEO saying in part, whatever final conclusions are reached, Boeing is accountable for what happened. We simply must do better for our customers and their passengers. Duh, really? <laughs> of course. God. I want to cut through all the corporate crap and just say, like, yeah, we effed this one up. We're going to find the person who forgot to put the damn bolts back on the door, and they're going to be fired. <laughs> Wanna, right, that's what you want to hear at that point in time. I want to know who does the bolts for the wings, too, right, while we're at right. it. <laughs> Jeez. Holy cow, man. I mean, you can laugh because no one got hurt on that one. You know what I mean? Right. Imagine if that, I mean, if someone would have got sucked out of the plane. That's absolute insanity. Wow. Holy smokes. Okay. I don't know if you heard this or not. Uh, Taylor Swift is threatening to sue a student for tracking her private jet. Like letting people know where the private jet's going? Uh, I mean, it's like public information. He just puts it out there, yeah. but she's threatening to sue. She's in the news all over the place. I just happened to see that. Who does her bolts for her plane? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Somebody qualified. <laughs> right, yes. Oh, by the way, her carbon footprint with the private stuff, she's the worst offender, according to the story. Uh-oh. 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 So there's that to roll around with. And then... The Iranian-backed militants again. Get you that update next. Imagine getting ahead of your irritable bowel syndrome with constipation or IBS-C by treating it with Linzess. Then you could start proactively managing your constipation with belly pain and get ahead of your symptoms. Talk to your doctor about Linzess, linaclotide. Linzess is a prescription medicine that treats IBS-C in adults. It's not a laxative. It's a once-daily pill that helps you get ahead of your symptoms. It's proven to help you have more frequent and complete bowel movements and helps relieve overall abdominal symptoms, belly pain, discomfort, and bloating. These symptoms were studied in combination, not individually. Do not give Linzess to children less than two. It may harm them. Do not take Linzess if you have a bowel blockage. Get immediate help if you develop unusual or severe stomach pain, especially with bloody or black stools. The most common side effect is diarrhea, sometimes severe. If it's severe, stop taking Linzess and call your doctor right away. Other side effects include gas, stomach area pain, and swelling. Imagine what could relief from IBSC mean for you. Talk to your doctor and say yes to Linzess. Learn more at Linzess.com or call 1-800-L-I-N-Z-E-S-S. Finding great candidates to hire can be like, well, trying to find a needle in a haystack. Sure, you can post your job to some job board, but then all you can do is hope the right person comes along, which is why you should try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com free. ZipRecruiter doesn't depend on candidates finding you. Its powerful technology identifies people with the right experience and actively invites them to apply to your job. You get qualified candidates fast. So while other companies might deliver a lot of hay, ZipRecruiter finds you what you're looking for. The needle in the haystack. Four out of five employers who post a job in ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate through the site within the first day. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. And right now you can try ZipRecruiter for free. 
That's right, free. Just go to this exclusive web address, ZipRecruiter.com slash free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash free. ZipRecruiter.com slash free. All right. The Markley Van Camp and Robin Show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. I've been in and out of Iraq and Iran, uh, Iraq and Iran, but Iraq, not Iran. I misspoke. Iraq and Afghanistan. We're talking about Iran. Wow. And the back militia, the Houthis. You know, we were going to hit them and knock off the nonsense with them targeting different ships, rolling through the Red Sea. Yeah, it hasn't worked because they did it again. Firing multiple ballistic missiles at an oil tanker. Again, these latest attacks come against merchant ships, come after the United States and the U.K. with support from Australia, Canada, Denmark, Bahrain, the Netherlands, and New Zealand. Launch strikes against the Houthis late last week that the Department of Defense described as proportionate and necessary. Mm-hmm. These precision strikes are intended to disrupt and degrade the capabilities that the Houthis use to threaten global trade. Did it work? By all appearances, no. And I'm trying to think at different times during the Trump presidency. Well, when he hit Syria, that airfield, that seemed to calm things down for a while. When he blew apart Soleimani. Yeah. From Iran, that seemed to cool things down for a while. Yeah, there was a retaliatory strike, but the Iranian government gave the United States a heads up. Ahead of time. It was basically they had to try to save face, and, and so uh, some soldiers were injured, I believe, in that. But That's kind of what we do yeah. now, kind of telegraph everything we're going to do. Okay, so we're going to hit you here, so I'm guessing the Houthis have a chance to move out of there. I don't know, man. It does not make any sense. But here we go again with that. Um, you have audio of a thank you, David? What's this about? Oh, <laughs> Uh, this, uh, let me, uh, try to find out, uh, pull this up real quick. Uh, this is Kyrie Irving. Oh yeah. Who, uh, famously did not get the COVID vaccine. And when he played for the Brooklyn Nets, that meant he couldn't play home games. Oh yeah. I remember, I remember talking that. about at the time. Yeah. Well, I yeah. mean, I mean, you got to take Kyrie, man. He says some crazy stuff. Oh, sure. He does. There's no doubt about that. Um, but it seemed like he was in the club for a long time until the vaccine thing. He says, I'm not doing it. Yeah. And then you had people freaking out. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, well, he wound up going to the Dallas Mavericks. Yeah. Uh, the Mavericks played the Nets last night, and a fan tried to heckle him, and he took a little shot at the uh, city government there in New York. Oh, really? Oh, roll that. Kyrie, why don't play like this when you were on the Nets? Why, Kyrie? Thank Mayor Adams for that, bro. Oh, come on. Thank Mayor Adams for that, bro. Is what he said. Yeah. What'd the heckler say? Oh, come How on. I mean, to play like that when you were with the, you were <laughs> with the Nets. <laughs> yeah. That's how I feel like I'm getting old. Ha! What'd he say? I, I couldn't make it out. I don't know. It sounded pretty <laughs> good, though. Hooties. I, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh, man. Man, I don't know if it's bounced back or not, but as far as NBA ratings, not great. Not doing very well. No. I mean, if you look at everything, like post-COVID, everything has gone down except the NFL. Yeah. It did come back. 
Oh, I mean, a big way. I mean, you saw like the AFC championship game, NFC championship game. That was like record breaking. Yeah. I mean, there are a lot of, you know, potentially social, political issues with that. But also keep in mind the NFL didn't really do the full bubble thing like the NBA did or, or, or delay quite as much as yeah. Major League Baseball did. And so I mean, they still do the woke crap. It takes yeah. all of us. You got to put that on the helmets. Sure, all the nonsense that means nothing. Yeah, but the habit by and large wasn't broken for the viewership of the NFL. Yeah, that is true. This is the Markley Van Camp and Robin show. All right. Biggest story today, David. Uh, biggest story of the day, I suppose, is uh, the House of Representatives failing to impeach Alejandro Mayorkas. Uh, which, again, I mean, when we talked about it last week, when Ken Buck, uh, Republican out of Colorado, said, I'm, not, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a firm no, you knew they didn't have a, a, a big margin of error there. That probably wasn't going to pass. And ultimately, I'm a little surprised they went ahead with the vote anyway, just because of the optics of it. Yeah. Well, I think you, in some ways, so many of us have wanted to see this happen. At least give it a shot. I understand that the goofs on Good Morning America say it's embarrassing. You're at least putting forth effort. You could at least say that. Now, it's coming down on Tucker Carlson for being in Russia. That update next. Scott Robbins, the European Union may sanction Tucker Carlson? Yeah. So Tucker Carlson is in Russia. He's apparently either already has or or will be interviewing Russian uh, President Vladimir Putin. And a lot of people have already had their takes baked in as to what it's going to be. They're saying, oh, this is going to be fawning over Vladimir Putin. It may be. I have no idea. Uh, I haven't seen it yet. Yeah. I, I don't know. I want to see how Tucker conducts himself, what what the conversation looks like. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, there is a little bit of a freakout going on about this. Adam Kinzinger, former Republican representative out of Illinois, called Tucker Carlson a traitor for doing this. Um, Did he weep while he said it? Well, I can only assume. I mean, the guy seems to be weeping all the time. Uh, Now, according to uh, Guy... Verhofstadt, a former Belgian prime minister and current member of the European Parliament, uh, he Tucker Carlson could be facing EU sh- uh, sanctions. Oh no, not that! Yeah, they're they're maybe looking at uh, imposing a travel ban on Tucker Carlson for going and talking to Vladimir Putin. I mean, have you read all the different pieces talking about different journalists, different points in time? interviewing evil dictators yeah fidel castro was interviewed oh by baba Wawa. yes back in the day yes yasser arafat leader of the plo yes people thought it was ringo Starr, but it wasn't <laughs> <laughs> osama bin laden yes who now is like a hero to lefties in the united states it's weird on college campuses which is really strange uh-huh. now, all these people in history but this this is way out of bounds we don't even know 
how the interview is going to go. Nobody's yet. seen it. No. No. So. And I got to believe this is. Tucker's not known for lobbing softballs. He can. Yeah, he depends can. on it, it. Depends. It depends on how much he likes the person. I think. Well, I can't imagine he won't ask some very tough, hard questions of Putin. We'll see. Because if not, he knows he's open to ridicule. I don't think uh, he cares about that all that much, but not anymore. I when he says he doesn't pay attention to what other people say, I tend to take him at his word. Yeah. That he just he does what he thinks is right, just, and then lets the chips fall where they may. Tell you what though, if he's got a cup of coffee sitting in front of him, it's brought by Putin. I ain't drinking it. Oh heck no. No water, no nothing. Yeah, I saw some people yesterday saying, you know, when you're going in there, um, so, you know, you've got, you, you know, your crew, you'll have your laptops or whatever. you got to take in fresh ones. You can't take in anything that's got information. Oh, no. You know, you got to pay attention to everything. Dang. Which I'm sure is being done. Part of the sport here, though, is watching the freak out on the left. Oh, it's fun. Oh, yeah. yeah. And one of them was that goof from CNN who took Stelter's place. Oh, uh, Oliver Darcy? And they still call it reliable sources. Yeah, they and if do. you look back at the last five to seven years of how many things they've been r- completely wrong about, yeah. just still call it reliable sources. Oh, yeah, it's it's pretty rich. I don't know if you happen to see this. Um, Gina Carano. She used to be, you know, UFC, MMA. She was a fighter and then became an actress. Yeah. And she was doing the Disney show, The Mandalorian, yep. and then got fired. Uh, for a couple of tweets. Um, she is suing Disney, and Elon Musk is paying for it. And then he posted, because it's it's been outed, Disney's you know DEI hiring standards, which is unlawful, is posted. Musk posts it out there and says, hey, if you've been discriminated against, let me know. I'll pay for your legal fees, too. I'm paraphrasing. Yeah. That's hilarious. I can't wait to see where that goes because that's, I mean, that's unlawful. If you remember, Disney wanted to pull the advertising from X, formerly Twitter, because they weren't sure if it aligned with their values. Right. Remember? This is different. Elon's saying, oh, I'll help you with your legal fees because what they did was illegal. And then I go back to that day when he, you know, Musk was being interviewed by Andrew Ross Sorkin. From the failing New York Times and CNBC. And, you know, he's trying to tell him at the time. It's still hilarious to me to hear this. Hey, you know, we talked to some people today like Bob Iger, Disney, and they're, they're, they're concerned. Yeah. And the way that whole thing went down. Leaving, we talked to Bob Iger I hope today. They stop. You hope uh, don't advertise. <laughs> you don't want them to advertise? No. What do you mean? Sorkin, I, what, what do you mean? What, what are you saying? <laughs> If somebody's going to try to blackmail me with advertising, blackmail me with money, go f*** yourself. Sorkin. But. but uh, oh, oh, what? But, but, you can't say that? What? Go yourself. <laughs> is that clear? Uh, I hope it is. Hey, Bob. If you're in the audience. But, but, but if we don't grab our own ankles for advertisers, <laughs> then none of us have jobs. That's right. <laughs> We all need to take it in the shorts. Isn't that great? Yeah, he's got a patch on his suit, ShamWow or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Golly, man. 
Oh, my oh, goodness. Geez. That is so that's, good. That's classic. That's really classic. It really is. And he meant it. And he stands by it today. He does. Yep. He does. And listen, man, you do this long enough, you won't trust anybody. But there are certain people that at least you can trust them to some degree for a while and like what they're doing. Uh-huh. And I've liked the Elon Musk show overall over the last year or two, for sure. Yeah. I'm glad he's standing up to people like that. That's fantastic. All right. It's that time of the show. Do it every day about this time. Go around the table. It might not be the biggest story out there, but it caught your attention. Today, David, what's your story? I, I want to preface it by saying this is a horrifying story. Okay. But uh, and, and it's, it's not an easy story to tell. I almost didn't bring it to the table, but it is just a, a shocking story out of Atlanta. Uh, there's a woman, her name is uh, Jessica Ross. She's 20 years old. Last year, last summer, she was in the hospital delivering a baby. Uh, okay. And sadly, the baby did not survive. Hmm. Uh, there were complications during the delivery for several hours. The doctor was trying to get the baby positioned for delivery, and ultimately the baby got out uh, by C-section, but it was no longer living. Oh. But now it's been ruled a homicide. Because it turns out, again, th- this is rough and horrifying. Can't stress that enough. The baby was decapitated because wow. the doctor pulled so hard while trying to trying to deliver the baby. But her doctor, her name is uh, Tracy St. Julian, didn't tell the parents about what happened. Okay, uh, time out a second. Has it, have you ever heard of that ever happening before? No. I have not. I don't know if that's like something Holy cow, that's happened before. Man. I've never heard that. That's just awful. So, okay, so so the doctor didn't say what happened? No, just said your baby did not make it, um, and that's it. And according to the lawsuit that the mother has now filed, when they asked to see the baby, uh, uh, and the baby's father was there as well, they were shown a tightly wrapped bundle with the baby's head propped up on top to, to conceal what had happened. Oh, my gosh. So the lawsuit also claims the hospital said, oh, yeah, don't don't get an autopsy. Oh, no, no. Let us, uh, you know, cremate the the remains uh, rather than sending the body to a funeral home. And they said, no, we want to give our baby a, a proper burial. Um, the funeral home staff said something happened to your son. And so they got uh, the medical examiner's office involved. An autopsy found the boy had actually died from this. Now, the oh hospital is saying, no, the baby had already passed away before this event happened. But if that's the case, then why does everybody try to cover it up? Why exactly. do they not tell people what happened? 100%. That's disgusting. Oh, my God. Well, the doctor should lose their license. And then who covers that up at the staff? Yeah. Because, I, oh, my goodness. That is one of the worst stories you'll ever hear. I've never heard anything like that. And, I, I, you know, when you're first talking about that, I'm thinking, is there a whistleblower from the hospitals to say, we got to let people know that they want to discover this up. But no, they discovered it at the funeral home. Yeah. Oh, man. Okay. Yeah, I understand why you may not want to bring that one up, but wow. You know, and just by a lot of times you just trust people. Right. Especially as a doctor, something like that, and to know that, oh my gosh, 
Scott, what's your story? We got to move on. Holy cow. I don't know if I can. I, can oof. you lighten it up, maybe? Holy smokes. Something? Um, I Well, I guess a little. I can go with uh, Dean Phillips. He's running for the nomination of the Democrat Party for president. He's running against Biden. Oh, yeah. And he's one of the only guys who gets any votes at all um, for anything. And he's right. probably gotten more than anyone else. But he's trying to make his case. And he said something critical of Biden a couple of weeks ago. And he said, hey, this guy has got problems. I mean, there's mental issues taking place here, and mean? we can't have that. And he took a beating for it. He uh, just tweeted this out the other day. He said, I'm attacked for being honest and saying the quiet part out loud, the part D.C. insiders only do in private. I admire our president. I voted for him, and I campaigned for him. He has visited my home. He's been gracious to my family and our country. But shame on all of you for pretending everything is okay. You're leading us and him into a disaster, and you damn well know it. Yeah. How about that, huh? He is. Man, oh, man. I don't know where to go after those stories. Uh, well, you know, try your best here. Um, uh, I could go. How about this? I know you're not a big fan of tips, David. Okay. Uh, you used to say in my news department, you bring me a story with tips, you may get fired. Yeah, you're a news organization, not somebody's mother. Okay, uh, but it is Black History Month, and this black woman on TikTok um, wants to know how she thinks it should go. So if you, David, being a whitey, and you, Scott, whitey, whitey. if yeah. you want to do the work, yeah. then you'll you'll follow some advice you here, okay? You know what that means? All the whitey, whitey people, you're done for this month. I have my eyes on you. If we walking on the sidewalk and you walk past me, you're racist. If I catch y'all buying cotton at Target, I'm giving y'all the meanest side eye ever. You just get out of the way. If you're in the way, just get out of the way. If I'm at Target? Yes. Hmm. Or on the side of the road, just get out of the way. Don't okay. let me catch you eating none of the West Indian foods, bro. All the white people to the back of the bus. Don't even scream back door. Walk. Miss your stop and walk. I don't even want to see you in my provision. You got I that? In her provision? I'm trying to keep up. I'm writing everything down. I don't know. What the, what does that mean, David? Her provision. I have no idea. Is it? She's got great vision. She's a pro. She's vision. She's a professional vision. Vision, yeah. You pray for provision. I guess. Pray for language, whatever. I don't want to see you at all. I don't even want to hear you. This is our month. If we on a train car and it's packed and you stand down and a bunch of black people come in, get up. You got that? Yeah. Get out the way. Get up. That's the least you can do. Get up. If there's a line, we're skipping. We get to skip. It's our month. We get to skip. I just feel like every black person should get paid more this month, but that's just me. Okay, just some helpful tips if you want to do the work. Okay. <laughs> Holy cow, is that unhinged? So, so wait, <laughs> wow. in, in honor of Black History Month and when we're yes. supposed to celebrate the contributions of, of, of black Americans to the sciences, technology, the culture, and all of that, yes. what you're really saying is white people should ignore black people. No, I don't think it's so much that. It's uh, make everyone as comfortable as possible by getting out of the way. It's not ignore. It's acknowledge by getting your butt, your white butt, off okay. the seat of the train. All right. Okay. And the sidewalk. There is that. Yeah, get out of the way there, too. Get out of the way. Yeah. Uh-huh. If your mom is white and your dad is black, you don't get to celebrate this month. What? Well, that sucks. But if your mom is black and your dad is white... Yeah, gang, yeah. What's that mean? 
I think then you get to be celebrated. Um, yeah, gang, yeah. So if it's a mixed-race person that gets on the train, but I don't know who the dad yeah. is and the mom is, do I get up or not? No, I don't I know. I want to help. I want to do the work. I'm just trying to, I'm trying to think. Do I, how am I supposed to act around my nephew now? Hmm. Well, I, I guess I'm supposed. I I guess it's fine because his his mother is white and his dad is black. No, it, that kid so, don't count then. then, then, then right. No, so then February just, not his month. So nope. now we're just two whiteies hanging out. Okay. Exactly. That's all right. See, we're here to learn. Huh? <laughs> yeah, we're, it's a learning. We're just with this squeaky <laughs> voice too. What's with <laughs> that? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Boy, there's a whole lot more to get to. Um. Yeah. NBC News claims libs of TikTok is unleashing a wave of violence. Yeah. That clip I just had from was libs of TikTok. <laughs> what? We'll get to that and much more coming up right here. Getting life insurance can be overwhelming. There are so many options out there. Plus, let's face it, the reason you need to get life insurance isn't exactly fun to talk about. Yeah, but it's important, and Policy Genius can help. Getting life insurance today means you'll have peace of mind so that if something were to happen to you, your family can cover expenses while getting back on their feet. Policy Genius's technology makes it easy to compare life insurance quotes from America's top insurers in just a few clicks to find your lowest price. Even if you already have a life insurance policy through work, it may not offer enough protection for your family's needs and it may not follow you if you leave your job with policy genius you can find life insurance policies that start at just 292 dollars per year for one million dollars of coverage some options offer same day approval and avoid unnecessary medical exams they work for you not the insurance companies save time save money and provide your family with a financial safety net by using policy genius head to policygenius.com to get your free life insurance quotes and see how much you can save that's policygenius.com Getting your biggest tax refund from Jackson Hewitt can lead to some spirited reactions. Jackson Hewitt, yeah! Jackson Hewitt is so sure that you'll get your biggest refund that if they don't, you get your money back plus 100 bucks. Jackson Hewitt, yeah! And Jackson Hewitt also guarantees the accuracy of your return for life. Hewitt, yeah! So don't just sit there. For your biggest refund guaranteed, walk into a Jackson Hewitt today and dance out Jackson Hewitt, yeah! Pizza's here. Oh, great. I'd love some, but I'm worried about my stomach issues. If you're worried about having diarrhea, gas, bloating, stomach pain, or loose oily stools, it may not just be stomach issues. It could be a condition called exocrine pancreatic insufficiency, or EPI. With EPI, the pancreas doesn't release enough enzymes to break down food, but EPI is manageable. Use the symptom checker on identifyepi.com and talk to your doctor. That's identifyepi.com. Sponsored by AbbVie. The Markley Van Camp and Robbins Show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. All right, so, I mean, libs of TikTok. I see stories from libs of TikTok all the time. It's like a resource, at least for me, preparing for the show, because she documents a lot of crazy stuff going on in the country. Oh, yeah. yeah. But NBC News says that it's unleashing a wave of violence? Yeah, the headline is, after libs of TikTok posted, at least 21 bomb threats followed... The sub-headline was the FBI and local law enforcement said bomb threats across the country have tied up government resources, even when they turn out to be hoaxes. Now, 
the law enforcement people they talked to say, well, they were talking in, in general. They weren't talking specifically about libs of TikTok. Uh. NBC wants you to think they said it about libs of TikTok. They didn't. But here's the thing. This is supposed to be a bombshell report. 33 instances of threats of violence in the last four years. That's it. Yeah. That's supposed to be this horrible thing. Uh, and uh, 21 of those tended to be bomb threats. Uh, prosecutors have pursued charges, though, in only three of the instances. And the charging documents never mention libs of TikTok or the person who runs that account, Shia uh, Raychik. And, and the thing is, of the 33 instances, law enforcement or school officials said, uh, yeah, there were indications that the threats could not or could have come from people in foreign countries. Oh. So the entire premise of the article is actually debunked by the article itself. <laughs> but then, of course, you're trying to read somebody's mind, but you get to the intent of why to do that story at all if you're NBC right. News, and it's to take down libs of TikTok. Yes. Who only reports on actual, what's actually happening. They, they don't produce it. Yeah. Unreal. This is the Markley Van Camp and Robin Show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, and Scott Robbins. We just become best friends. Yep. Making sense of it all. Now I get it. And having some fun. Lighten up, Francis. This is the Markley, Van Camp, and Robbins Show. The Markley, Van Camp, and Robbins Show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. Okay, so in the latest polling, I mean, you see Trump up, especially in swing states, does not look good for Biden, um, especially when he's seeing dead people again. He can't get through a sentence. He can't remember who Hamas is. You know, maybe he's appealing. I'm just going to throw this out there. Maybe he's appealing to the dead people who do vote. Well, that's oh, true. Yeah, yeah that's yeah, real. You know. That's right. the Democrats base right, right there. Making a, making, a, making a plea to him yeah. to vote for him. Yes, that's hilarious. Uh, but they're trying to talk about, hey, this economy's doing well. Yeah, right. Well, yeah, they're still trying to sell this idea that some sort of economic miracle is going on. Well, look, I mean, the GDP growth looks good, and that's true. It does look good. There are a lot of different reasons why, one-time sell-offs, et cetera. And in the end, though, when people are struggling to make ends meet and they know there's no end in sight, like it'll take years for wages to really catch up in earnest to the inflation that's that's built up over the last several years and yeah. people know that and they're they're ticked off about it yeah um and they don't care what the gdp is they don't uh there's no reason for them to care no. at least in their personal lives but you know a bunch of companies meanwhile are also laying off a ton of uh, a ton of employees with more to come so from what you're hearing so how is that a sign of an economic miracle when you do have massive layoffs happening all over the place uh, White House Press Secretary Karine Jean-Pierre was asked, hey, how concerned are you uh, or how concerned is the president about all of these layoffs that keep coming up every week? 
Good question. So look, I, I'm certainly not going to speak to uh, every company that you just named, but if you look at, uh, and you just stated, if you look at under this, uh, obviously he takes that very seriously, any layoff, right? He understands what that okay. means to a family uh, and how that could affect a family. Uh, but the president has also uh, done um, a lot of work to get this economy going again, right? He's done a lot of work to make sure that uh, this economy is, is being built from the bottom up, middle out. He's put, if some of this piece like of what? legislation that I've talked about uh, talks about making sure that, um, you know, workers are, 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 are being paid fairly, right? That wages are, are competitive, right? That, uh, right. Uh, that they are good paying oh, union jobs. And we see that. We see that. So it's not just those 14 million jobs. Many of those jobs are yeah. good paying jobs. Yeah, the right? DEI industry. The yeah, you're the poster child. Right now, why you have to publicly proclaim when you talk about union jobs, they're good paying. Right. <laughs> Has anybody ever said really bad paying union jobs? <laughs> That's a good point. It's, you got to have that qualifier there, don't you? <clears throat> this was just like like talking point bingo, though, really. She's like, yes. she's got the tumbler out there, right. and she's just pulling out phrases that just sort of pile up on one another, but don't actually make sense. They don't, they don't tell a story, A, B, C. It's sort of like A, Z, X. Hey, there's the number nine in there. Why? It doesn't make any sense. <laughs> I'm with you there. Dude, I mentioned this earlier, and the piece is in front of me. It was from Real Clear Politics, which I think does a great job. There's a lot of great pieces that are there, and they do research. And I'm always looking at that to see what's going on. And I saw the headline of this uh, piece that says, Why is Joe Biden so unpopular? And it starts saying, um, we've paid much attention to President Biden's flagging job approval here, in part because it tends to be a strong predictor of how an election will turn out. Biden is marching into this election season as likely the least popular president to face the voter since Herbert Hoover. Yeah. Wow. Um, so at the same time, the economy is running hot. Growth is over 3%, unemployment is under 4%, and inflation has fallen from its peak. So why the seeming paradox of an unpopular president in a time of strong economic growth, especially when the strength of the economy is itself a traditional predictor of presidential job approval? And it goes on in this piece to talk about recessions and the economy. Um, but, you know, inflation is never transitory and there isn't, you know, it's still having a hard time recovering for some people. They don't get into, you know, the credit card debt like we had the clip from Good Morning America before, yeah. you know, actually realizing how bad that is. Um, but to me, and tell me if I'm off base, because as I was reading that, I just started thinking to myself, OK, why is he so unpopular from just talking to people? And it's like, OK, yeah, there's the economy. And then people look around at what's going on in the world, and there is a sense of worry, at least the people I talk to, about one thing or another. And it just makes you uneasy. You see crime in big cities. And people, you know, like the carjackings in D.C., and a guy dies, another person gets shot and killed, and you hear about this stuff all the time. And then these people are right back out on the street. That drives people absolutely crazy. And they see Biden out there pandering to the far left and i'm talking about independents that just watch what's going on it's embarrassing and then of course we know he can't put a sentence together he's talking with dead people he's shaking hands with invisible people he's got to have people tell him how to get off a stage i mean people notice that and 
you know, this this whole thing <clears throat> with him, you know, sniffing kids, it creeps people out. It seems like it's every other week. It's another inappropriate thing he says to a kid. And then, you know, speaking of kids, we're watching again, and it's in high schools and colleges, and it's, you know, biological males competing in women's sports. Now, do they put all that on Biden? Well, I mean, people connect the dots when Biden has been out there and has said before, you know, your kid is confused, 13 years old. The best thing you can do is gender-affirming care, meaning what? Puberty yeah. blockers and genital mutilation? And you are the devout Catholic? This doesn't match. It's a lot more than just the economy with people. They see what's going on. And we haven't even mentioned the border. And most people realize, you look at the polling, they know he opened the border. That problem goes directly to him. So it's amazing to me when you have people writing these pieces, and I don't even mean it as disrespectful, because I know they're an expert in their field, but why is he so unpopular? And you never get to all these things. All I'm thinking is just go talk to people. They'll you tell you. You didn't even bring up the whole Hunter Ukraine situation either. Oh, I, I made a whole list. You there know, is that. I mean, and they yeah. and they see if that was my kid, they, my kid would be in jail. Right. Absolutely. Well, you also the don't game know how rigged. connected he is to it. You don't know anything. I mean, you know, all of this. Oh, the Afghanistan withdrawal? Uh, yes. I mean, that people was, were like, we, right. we were talking to people who were like, I, I'm rarely ashamed of my country. I feel so ashamed right now of what we did. And then you, you go to where we're at right now, and our soldiers are getting, you know, drone attacked every other day. What, 170 now since mm -hmm. um, October 7? And what's the response? It's just weak. There's a lot of reasons why people can't stand this guy. Anyway. Do you think that, or do you think it just comes down to how is someone doing? I think, well, I think yeah. yeah. How am I doing in my life matters a lot more than everything else, but I think you're right. The other anxieties do exist. When you see the world falling apart, even if you're only catching 20 seconds of news a day or whatever, when you're like, oh, yeah, so-and-so just got bombed again. Oh, no, there's another war that's about to start. Oh, my gosh. You know. That that stuff does actually have um, have an effect on people well, as well, dude. You think about after nine eleven, right? I knew a lot of people that could not stand George W. Bush, and and thought that election was rigged, right? After nine eleven, and he's saying we're going to find these people and we're going to protect the citizens of this country. I've never seen anything like it. People were like, you know what? I may not have voted for that guy, but I'm on board. You know, it brought everybody together. Because he was a strong leader in that moment. Biden? Dude. I can't remember any leader that's been this week in my lifetime. Not even Carter. When, how many proxy wars are we into now? Jeepers. You know, okay. in, in his three years. Other news out there. University of Texas. There's a Latinx group that's starting a GoFundMe? Uh, yeah, students at the University of Texas at Austin are taking a stand against what's called uh, Senate Bill 17. This outlaws diversity, equity, and inclusion efforts at public institutions in the state of Texas. So the university uh, had to start making changes on campus, like defunding the multicultural organization, uh, dissolving programs, and renaming offices to comply with the new law. Uh, cultural graduation ceremonies also were taken down because, well, you can't have segregation. 
that that should be you know pretty obvious but the left doesn't seem to see it that way uh now there's one student organization that's trying to keep the lights on uh latinx or latinx or latinx i don't whatever they still haven't uh, dropped the X out of that? They no, that. they haven't. No, Latinx Community Affairs, a student organization previously under the Multicultural Engagement Center, has started a GoFundMe to help pay for venues, school materials, and scholarships. It's been up for about a week. Yeah. You know how much they've raised? How much? $465. <laughs> so, obviously, people are <laughs> hungering for this right now. In the history of you hearing about a GoFundMe, has it ever been lower than that? Not in a big one that's been organized. No, right. not well. Yeah, not not in a not in the context of something that everybody right. apparently is supposed to care about. Yes, and from a group that has this much attention on social media, like where you could really gather yeah. people around it and give till it hurts. Yeah, oh, that's fantastic. Okay. Did you get some Latinx T-shirt or anything with it? No. <laughs> okay. Well, that hurts. Now, I, I, I'm, I, you know, I, I did hear a comment on the uh, GoFundMe uh, community that most of the people who have donated are members of that group. Yeah. Hilarious. <laughs> That's great. All right. What's the story with this uh, Taylor Swift fan? They quit their job. Yeah, Taylor Swift is kicking off a series of concerts in Japan, and CNN talked to a young woman who is. More like a cult member than anything else. Oh, my gosh. That's right. Because that's why she's not getting into the Super Bowl until, you know, like the day of or whatever, because she's in Japan. Yeah. So I quit my job when she announced this Eras tour. You quit your job when she announced the Eras tour. Yes, I did. <laughs> Can I ask why? Because um, last time I went to six shows on the Reputation tour, but... Yeah, you know, it, it wasn't enough. <laughs> Going to six shows wasn't enough. Wow. Man. I going to pile on there, but then I remembered an engineer I used to work with. His name was Doobie, and he quit for a summer to follow the Grateful Dead around. He did do that. I know a guy who did that with Springsteen. Quit his job? Oh, yeah. That's terrible. And I don't, th- I don't know what he did. I don't know how he paid for it. Boy, there's a contest. You got to see a summer of shows. You can only pick one. It's Taylor Swift. It's Springsteen. And who was the other? Grateful Dead. Mm. I'm going Swifty. I'm going Swift as well. I might be getting the dead out. <laughs> well, at least, at least they I got might be into there. those jams. You know, True. do something to suffer through that. Okay. Come on, well, shake it off, man. Talked about it before with uncertainty in the world. Um, boy, whether it's. China, Taiwan, North Korea, the Middle East, whatever it is. Um, You think about your own savings and investments. Remember, it's not too late to diversify an old IRA or 401k into gold, and Birch Gold Group can help. Yeah, they'll help you convert an existing IRA or 401k into a tax-sheltered IRA in gold. It doesn't cost you a penny out of pocket, and unlike other investments, gold thrives in times of uncertainty and is an important part of diversifying your savings. Yeah, it's never too late to do that either with the old IRA or the 401k. You can turn that into gold. And the folks at uh, the Birch Gold Group can help you out, man.
Just text MVCR to 989898 for a free information kit. They've got an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau, countless five-star reviews, and thousands of happy customers. Yeah, let the pros at Birch Gold Group show you how easy it is to protect your finances through precious metals. Uh, Just text MVCR to 989898 for that free info kit. Yeah, that number, once again, MVCR to 989898. Get you started right there. Man, I don't know if you heard this. What a 30-second Super Bowl ad costs now. And is it worth it? That and a news update straight ahead. Getting your biggest tax refund from Jackson Hewitt can lead to some spirited reactions. Jackson Hewitt, yeah! Jackson Hewitt is so sure that you'll get your biggest refund that if they don't, you get your money back plus a hundred bucks. Jackson Hewitt, yeah! And Jackson Hewitt also guarantees the accuracy of your return for life. So don't just sit there. For your biggest refund guaranteed, walk into a Jackson Hewitt today and dance out Jackson Hewitt, yeah! Finding great candidates to hire can be like, well, trying to find a needle in a haystack. Sure, you can post your job to some job board, but then all you can do is hope the right person comes along, which is why you should try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com free. ZipRecruiter doesn't depend on candidates finding you. Its powerful technology identifies people with the right experience and actively invites them to apply to your job. You get qualified candidates fast. So while other companies might deliver a lot of hay, ZipRecruiter finds you what you're looking for. The needle in the haystack. Four out of five employers who post a job in ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate through the site within the first day. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. And right now you can try ZipRecruiter for free. That's right, free. Just go to this exclusive web address, ZipRecruiter.com slash free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash free. ZipRecruiter.com slash free. Pizza's here. Oh, great. I love some, but I'm worried about my stomach issues. If you're worried about having diarrhea, gas, bloating, stomach pain, or loose oily stools, it may not just be stomach issues. It could be a condition called exocrine pancreatic insufficiency, or EPI. With EPI, the pancreas doesn't release enough enzymes to break down food, but EPI is manageable. Use the symptom checker on identifyepi.com and talk to your doctor. That's identifyepi.com. Sponsored by AbbVie. The Markley Van Camp and Robbins Show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. Oh, it's time for our update. Let's roll it. It's the Markley Van Camp and Robbins 2024. 2024. Are you running? Are you not running? No BS update. Everything you need to know without all the crap. I'm allowed to do an research. Yeah, he's fine. Every day at this time. Our election update. What's fresh today, David? Well, Nevada had a primary election. Uh, Nikki Haley was on the ballot. Trump was not because the primary election doesn't really matter in Nevada. It's kind of weird. It doesn't actually award delegates to the Republican nomination. The thing that matters are the Nevada caucuses, which happen tomorrow. Um, uh, Nikki Haley, though, lost to literally lost to no one. 
Yeah, none of the above. Yeah, there was an option, none of these candidates on the ballot. and Well, none of these candidates beat Nikki Haley by more than 30 <laughs> percentage points. Oh, well, none of these oh. can, none of these candidates' ground game has really been good. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> and I mean, in fairness to Nikki Haley, they didn't really campaign all that much. You know, they they knew that Nevada was prop was that's going for Trump in the in the primary. She seems to be focused on South Carolina, although South Carolina again looks like that'll go to Trump. So, yeah. Okay, let's just say you're working on the campaign. All right. And you've been busting it for months, right? And you get that result. Did you know that was coming, or is that still just a punch to the ribs? Uh, I tend to think they knew it was coming. But still, when you see yeah. it, right. it's like, they'd rather I, vote I, for no one other than you. I thought for sure that we'd get within 10 points of <laughs> yeah. no one on the ballot. <laughs> I mean, but going to see it through to South Carolina. Okay. Uh, oh, the answer to the question, the 32nd ad for Super Bowl, $7 million. Jeez. Wow. It was watched by 115 million viewers last year. So that's why a lot of people think, you know, that it's worth it. I don't know. Your message has to be good. That's the thing. If you have one of those dud ads that everybody hates, you know, I know Dove you know the soap? Yeah. They've got an ad this year aiming to keep girls in sports. You know, sometimes they have body image issues and then they quit. It's like, hey, woke dove, you know what would also help? Keeping biological males out of girls' sports. Yeah, right. That would probably help, too. Yeah. This is the Markley Van Camp and Robin Show. All right, David, biggest story today? Uh, biggest story of the day is uh, the failure to impeach Alejandro Mayorkas because there are just a handful of Republicans who are either bought and paid for or have absolutely no spine or are hopelessly naive. Well, if we do this impeachment, then they're going to impeach the next uh, Republican cabinet. They're already going to do it. <laughs> did they? Did you see what they did to Trump when he was sitting president right. over a phone call? They, do you see what they're trying to do to the Supreme Court right Golly. now? Yes. Okay. Um, there's something else that we haven't had a chance to get to yet. Did you know BLM is still around? No. Yeah, well, it's BLM Week of Action in Public Schools, if you didn't know. Wow. Got a roundup of that and much more coming up. The Markley Van Camp and Robin Show. Thank you very much for being here. I'm Jamie Markley, the Gen Xer, David Van Camp, the Millennial, and the Sexy Boomer. That is Scott Robbins. Did you know BLM was still in existence? Yeah. I mean, I knew it was still out there. It's kind of shocking that it still has such dedicated adherence, but, you know, it's the way it rolls, I guess. I have not seen polling on this. I just assumed most people by now knew it was a total scam. Well, I thought the whole thing cratered yeah, after I the mean, Patrice Colors thing and 17 houses and whatever. Corruption, yeah. everything yeah. else. Uh, 
I guess they still have sway with the teachers' unions because it's BLM week of action in public schools. I did not realize that until I saw it at Hot Air. It was David Strom that had the piece. And he wrote, thanks to the endorsement of the National Education Association, the largest teachers' union, it's partnered up with BLM to engage students in an anti-white, anti-Jewish, and anti-Western activities designed to prepare kids to become good citizens in the coming decolonization of America. There we go. Well, sure. And it's all oppressor-oppressed nonsense. I said there's absolutely nothing good to recommend about it. Um, but there is this call to martyrdom. That is new. I said rather than just smear everything about the West, David Strom, I find very funny. Um, this year, BLM has allied itself with a pro-jihad group to promote the idea that martyrdom in the destruction of Western values is a good and necessary thing. Turns out BLM is a big fan of the Palestinian cause, with a couple of sections of resources either directly related to spreading anti-Israel propaganda or adjacent issues. Also included are resources pushing black nationalism, communism, and just about every form of radical politics out there. It shows a couple pictures in the piece. And and then you go on, he mentions, you know, of course, by now, none of us should be shocked that any BLM-affiliated organization would be pushing radical ideology or associating it with violence. But he suspects many parents might be surprised to know that their teachers are members of a union that's promoting these groups pushing the violence. Why is the teachers' union involved in that? Oh, because they're communists. Okay. It's pretty much that simple. Yeah, it's on their website, the teachers' union website. Um, it's also on their website, their commitment to in-school discipline. Again, from the teachers' union. How many teachers have you talked to off the record? Let's say the, the lack of discipline and what we can do is it, it's insane. Oh, sure. Yeah. You have to put up with these things. A lot of teachers have just quit. Like, Dude, I can't do this anymore. This trickles down to every aspect of society right now. Of course it does. I mean, it just does. Nobody's punished for anything. It says on the website from the teachers union. But today, certain politicians fuel divisions so they can take resources away from our schools while they let the wealthiest few get away with not paying their fair share. Oh, yep. please. There you there go. There you go. There you go. There's communism right there. Yep. They then blame parents, teachers, and students to distract from these failures. Pushing the blame off. Mm -hmm. They enact zero tolerance and other exclusionary school discipline policies that push black, brown, and LGBTQ plus students out of the classroom and into the criminal justice system. How? Who's doing that? Yeah, how? Who's doing that? They never give specifics. You know that. Harming our students, our educators, and our communities. Got to have communities in there. Uh, naturally. Effective approaches to discipline include restorative justice practices that can result in improved school climates and increased educational opportunities. Can you name one school where that's happened? No. Of course not. No. We will support, again, from the Teachers Union website, and implement policies that will... In suspensions and arrests for minor misbehavior. God. Adopt school-wide positive restorative justice practices and enhance training for all school personnel. And again, what's that mean? What do you mean? Uh, Specifically, what do you mean? Restorative justice means you don't punish the kids Correct. who need to be punished. And what, it, what it, the end result is it drags everybody down. Correct. Also, 
engage educators, students, parents, and community advocates to build and strengthen successful implementation. Word salad, nonsense, blah, blah, blah. Teach the kid how to read. Start there. See the test scores? More on that in a second. So when we join together across race and place, we can demand that our schools treat all our children equitably and with compassion, nurturing a love of learning and meeting childhood mistakes with the proven approaches that helps kids grow. Proven? Where? Right. Yeah, and... Like some brat kid disrupt class every day. Where does that work? Yeah. Nowhere. It's crazy. Um, So the one thing uh, Strom didn't mention there, but I just happened to see yesterday, and you brought this up off the air yesterday, Scott. This was making its way around yesterday that in the state of Illinois, not a single student can read at grade level in 30 schools. Not one kid in this school. Well, listen, hey, man, for the record, that's fair and equitable. No one can. Right, that's true. <laughs> that's a great point. <laughs> yeah. Goal achieved. See, yes. I actually see that. I, I think you're on the right track here. If you want to spin this, it's 100% compliance with failure. Yes, 100%. Wow. Look at this. And a lot of these are out of Chicago. Uh, there are others. Uh, Kankakee, McLean County, Scott Morgan, others. But you also look at the school spending per student. Yeah. When it comes to these, again, schools where not a single student can read at grade level. At $23,735 at Richards Career Academy in Chicago. Ah. Uh, that much per student? Well, we could have that kid sit in the studio during breaks. We could teach him how to read. Right. Do you know? Do you know how much picture books cost? <laughs> yeah. Went to Barnes and Noble the other day. Yeah. To, to 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 get my first reader collection was ten thousand dollars. That's right. It's crazy. Twenty four thousand for this other school. It goes on and on and on. And then it's got the enrollment just. Crazy, man. It's true. I think some people on the left that have kids are looking at this saying, all right, the teachers' unions are right. People on the right have a problem with these teachers' unions. And you know what? They're correct. We got to do something about this. Because the kids are suffering. Something terrible because of this. Just awful. Meanwhile, we got another problem. We got a spike in seizures caused by what, David? Magic mushrooms. There, there's been a, a, a you know recent push or a fairly recent per push in places like Oregon, California, Washington, all over to start experimenting with using magic mushrooms as a like psychotherapy tool. And I've heard that before. There's been some research that's been done that at least points to a positive direction, but a lot of the researchers doing this say, well, wait a minute, let's not you know put the cart before the horse on this. We don't actually know for certain whether or not this is helpful we think it could be but you need to do a lot more research before you just start doing well like what oregon did that decriminalize it whatever right wow you got like no no no. you you have to have it under certain circumstances and the thing is though is that more and more people are growing their own mushrooms and more and more people are taking it i mean you got a lot of guys who are micro dosing every day one person quoted in the wall street journal said yeah the mushrooms are the new glass of wine oh okay oh and again, this helps with anxiety. It can. 
if, again, under the right circumstances, there have been promising results for things like PTSD, uh, okay. all the way to ADHD. Well, okay, so just a little we'll say anecdotal research you know, from this show. I, I wouldn't know. Never had them. I don't think you have, Scott. No. David, was it effective? Um, in which way? It's anxiety. I, now, I, no, well, I, again. Could you, could you I speak was, a sentence? Were you slobbering? What I, happened? I was doing it recreationally, and I'm not encouraging this, but I will tell you this, and this is the last time I ever did them, because it was enough for me after this. This was in Austin? Yeah, no, no, no. This was actually in Denton. I was in college and I was thinking okay. about dropping out again because I just didn't Got know it. what I wanted to do with my life. It was one of those things. And of course, you know, doing drugs always helps, right? But I will say in that case, uh, I probably did too much. Uh, hmm. I wound up spending several hours like just in my apartment on the living room floor. And the next day I got up and I enrolled in as many hours as I could and graduated on time. And, and it was it was Bad one of those trip, things. Huh? It scared the crap out of me. Well, you felt like you couldn't move. You're paralyzed or yeah. something. Well, it, yeah. I mean, I don't know how long you want me to go on this, but it was like every decision I'd ever made in my life was in a Manila folder in front of me, and I was able to open it up and analyze it. It was crazy, oh. and Whoa. that was enough. I've never touched that stuff since. Not, nope, no way. All right. Only other personal question for the yeah. moment. Were you taking any of this stuff during the music career in Austin before that? Oh, yeah. Is that why you'll never share the lyrics with Scott and I? <laughs> well, yeah, the, the one song we've Vanilla never, Envelopes song. may pull out no. the heartstrings. But, no, but, but the okay. scary part about this is that you're seeing seizures now uh, across oh. the U.S. increase like 273% Jeez. is what a new federal, uh, federal report says. Um, because, yeah, it... it there are absolutely dangerous side effects to this. Oh, man. <laughs> Crazy. David? Well, Oregon with the drug laws. Yeah. Come on. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I just want David to know it's hugs, not drugs. Okay. <laughs> yes. Well, I think he hugged the couch for like 24 hours. That's no, it was, it was. Hug the floor. It was sitting on the floor in mm. the dark. It was oh, not golly. pleasant. Yeah. Man, that is sad. Okay. Well, moving right along then. Uh but there's a guy, you had this story, that spent how long building something to set a world record? Yeah. So this guy has spent about 4,200 hours over the past eight years uh, building a replica of the Eiffel Tower out of matchsticks. Uh, used more than 700,000 matchsticks, and he wanted to break the world record for that. And apparently there had been. Technically, he beat the world record. But the folks at Guinness, the gatekeepers for such things, didn't even really talk to him. They threw out his what? application. Why? Because they didn't use the right kind of matchsticks. Oh no! Because oh, you have no. to. Right? You ha Apparently, it was something like you had to use just the stick. You had to take the the actual uh, igniter or whatever it's called off the top of it. But then he got tired of cutting the tip off of all of those matchsticks, so instead he just contacted the matchstick manufacturer and had them send him a box of blanks, basically. And Guinness said, well, that's not the same material. We're not interested in seeing if you broke the record. Oh. Yeah. Oh, that, was, that sucks, man. His wife said, you know, I actually am kind of glad it's over because now I can have my living room back. <laughs> I can't believe the dude's married. Yeah, he is. <laughs> That's yeah. crazy. Yeah. Wow. That is just a sad, sad yeah. tale. Yeah. 
Okay. Hey, buddy, uh, turn that frown upside down. Uh, Super Bowls this weekend. You could uh, get involved with Prize Picks. It's the number one <laughs> daily fantasy sports app. That way, you can turn it around. <laughs> follow Van Cam. Just do what he does. Right, right. You don't. He, you... he takes shrooms and then makes his picks, and he <laughs> and he's just banking. Right. Yeah, it's the it is the easiest way to play. All you do is select two to six players, check out their stat projections, pick more or less, and you're good to go. It's better than. Building the Eiffel Tower with matchsticks. That's true, yes. Yes. So if you're playing against the Sharks, uh, it's not fun. This time you could pick more or less, just two to six player stat projections, and you can win. Well, you can turn $10 into $250 with just a few taps. Yeah, and I've been having some fun with it. I know nothing about the NBA, uh, but I've been making some money off the NBA. I'm up like 750 I think, now as of last night. Wow. Yeah, yeah. it absolutely doesn't matter, man. Yeah. Doesn't matter what sport you're into. As David mentioned, there's basketball, there's hockey, there's soccer, there's tennis. Price Picks has a game for you. Over 7 million sports fans have now already signed up. Wow. And they will match your first deposit up to $100. Yeah. All, all you have to do is download the Price Picks app, use the code MVCR. Yeah. Download the app today. Again, the code MVCR for the first deposit match up to 100 bucks. The code again, MVCR on Price Picks. For a deposit match up to a hundred bucks. Pick more, pick less. It's that easy. Surprise picks. Okay. More to get to. Oh, um, certain colleges having an event focused on everyone but heterosexual white males. Oh, God. We'll get to that and much more straight ahead. Chilly winter mornings are perfect for staying under the covers and having breakfast in bed. HelloFresh knows that, and they're giving away one free breakfast item with every single HelloFresh delivery for life. That means while you're a HelloFresh subscriber, not only will you enjoy your pick of the tasty dinner recipes they're known for, you'll also enjoy breakfast for free. HelloFresh actually has you covered for every mealtime occasion with a delicious array of quick lunches, sides, snacks, apps, desserts, and more. And not only does HelloFresh help you cut back on extra trips to the grocery store, but their pre-portioned ingredients help eliminate excess food waste. This new year, make eating better and saving money a priority. And make it easy with America's number one meal kit. Join HelloFresh today and get free breakfast for life with code MVCRFREE at HelloFresh.com slash MVCRFREE. That's one free breakfast item per box while subscription is active with code MVCRFREE at HelloFresh.com slash MVCRFREE. Getting your biggest tax refund from Jackson Hewitt can lead to some spirited reactions. Jackson Hewitt, yeah! Jackson Hewitt is so sure that you'll get your biggest refund that if they don't, you get your money back plus a hundred bucks. Jackson Hewitt, yeah! And Jackson Hewitt also guarantees the accuracy of your return for life. Hewitt, yeah! So don't just sit there. For your biggest refund guaranteed, walk into a Jackson Hewitt today and dance out Jackson Hewitt, yeah! Pizza's here. Oh, great. I'd love some, but I'm worried about my stomach issues. If you're worried about having diarrhea, gas, bloating, stomach pain, or loose oily stools, it may not just be stomach issues. It could be a condition called exocrine pancreatic insufficiency, or EPI. With EPI, the pancreas doesn't release enough enzymes to break down food, but EPI is manageable. Use the symptom checker on identifyepi.com and talk to your doctor. That's identifyepi.com. 
Sponsored by AbbVie. All right, then. The Markley Van Camp and Robbins Show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. You know, earlier you had that story about libs of TikTok. NBC was saying, oh, it's always a trail of violence. Libs of TikTok. Yeah. Except there really isn't. Yeah, there, there isn't, actually. And their own article disproves the thesis. It's remarkable to see that happen. But libs of TikTok, I mean, Tyra, she just shares stories that she sees either on TikTok from, well, liberals yeah. with their insanity, or she'll hear about a story and share it. That's where I saw this story where the University of Wisconsin Oshkosh is hosting this leadership development summit. It's for students who self-identify as multicultural, Asian, South Asian, Black, African, American, Indigenous, Native American, uh, Latinx, uh, Wiminx. I don't know how you pronounce that. Wiminx. W-O-M-X-N. Wiminx. That's never Wimxin. Wimxin from Tesla. And LGBTQIA2S+. Okay. okay. Hey, where are the white women at? Well, hold on. I think that a white woman can go if she identifies as a dude, I think is the deal. Okay. I'm trying to make sense of it. But the, the one thing I think they can say for sure, in some form or another, everyone is welcome except straight white males. Hmm. Darn, I wanted to go to. See? Yeah, yeah. You, you wanted to, you wanted to, to see the Latinxes and the Wimixes. Yeah. Um, people are saying, hey, uh, you're not supposed to be able to do this. The College Fix was reporting this story. Uh, it seems like some sort of discrimination here. Hmm. You're seeing this all over the place, and now people are starting to speak up, saying, okay, enough of this. Can't do this anymore. I think it just got highlighted with Harvard, MIT, and UPenn all being in front of Congress where the presidents, you know, didn't have a great time. The MIT is the only one to survive, correct? Out of that. Yes. Yeah. The other two, you know, gone. But that was like a wake-up call. And so they don't want libs of TikTok sharing stories like these. Well, quit putting it out there, then. Yeah, just quit doing it. Simple. This is the Markley Van Camp and Robin Show. Are you ready? Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, and Scott Robbins. We just become best friends. Yep. Making sense of it all. Oh, I get it. And having some fun. Lighten up, Francis. This is the Markley, Van Camp, and Robbins Show. The Markley, Van Camp, and Robbins Show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. Okay, David, you said, uh, forget anything else that's going on. This is insane. And this piece of audio we're about to hear is insane. Oh, my gosh. Okay, so this is Portland. Portland, Oregon, right? Okay. Once beautiful city that has been wrecked by progressive lunatics who seem intent on facilitating the downfall of Western civilization. 
St. James Lutheran Church. It's on Southwest Jefferson and 10th Avenue. Um, There's a preschool and a daycare there. Well, before recess every day, the teachers have to sweep the park block across the street, pick up needles, and make sure it's safe for the children. Gosh dang it. Because people are shooting up heroin, using fentanyl, smoking meth, right outside of a preschool. And, uh, you know, it's been such a big problem that on some days, if it doesn't look safe, if there are still some sketchy people around, kids don't go outside for recess. They stay inside. That is so freaking sad, man. It is. Uh, and, and we've talked about this, you know, since the first time we were in Portland, 2014. And, man, there weren't problems like this. There were some homeless. Yeah. You get on a bike and ride around town and you ride by the homeless, you know, camp and stuff like that. But there was nowhere near this sort of problem. No. No, it's only gotten well, and it was considered a crisis at that time. Yes, ten years ago, it was considered a crisis. Oh, we were taking calls. What can we do about this? Well, you know, this is not working. How about A, B, or C? But no, it's you. It was enabling. Yes, I mean that was the biggest word that was used, and you just watched it play out from these progressives. Yeah. Uh, So KGW went went out there to cover the story. This is where I saw the story. Okay. And they actually talked to a couple of the, the druggies that are hanging out outside the school. And just, uh, this is what it sounds like when you have people in the throes of addiction and also when they know they're living in a city that tolerates this stuff. Okay. That sucks, but that this is this sucks too. You know, they can they can move if they want, or they can help us get rid of the problem. We don't want them to be exposed to that because it's their innocence that we're defiling. Um, usually, I do. Mo- Hold on a second. So they know they have the problem, but they're saying they could move. Yeah, they could. And move. it sucks for us too. What sucks for them? Being but, addicted. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Well. Yeah, they could, but, you're, but you I mean, don't want to do anything about it. Yeah, right. I mean, if you try to make sense of, if you try to apply logic to any of this, I, you could forget it. That's true. Usually, I do mostly meth, and this area always has been known for a, a pretty heavy drug area. So honestly, I believe they shouldn't have put a preschool right in there. Oh God. Okay. All right. No, it's not. Get the drug use off the street. It's that this is going to happen here. So they should never have put the preschool there. Yes. That's how jacked up your mind is, which is what happens, I'm sure, if you're on meth every day. Well, and and not just on meth, but when you've been told. Yes. That's right. What you're doing is permissible. What you're doing, we're going to look the other way. Uh, Maybe we'll hand out citations or something like that. But, you know, more or less, we're going to let you do it because that's the loving thing to do. Gosh dang, man. Okay. Honestly, when you lose it on the air, I know you guys think it's funny when I lose it. I think it's funny when Scott loses it. <laughs> I don't like to lose it. Well, I'm trying it, to just maintain some sort of composure it here. Is but it's, it's difficult to do that when you hear these people telling you that it's the school that's got to move, not them. Well, I mean, it, it's, and who allows it to happen? Well, the leaders that allow it to happen. The idea there have that you're so many good people around yes. Portland for so long that have felt helpless, and some have just left. If you just feel the freedom to say that, yes, without any fear of repercussion, well, of course not, because you think without, that now. You stop judging. I'm judging. 
but the leaders need to be held accountable. They've created this. It's the same nonsense we talked about earlier with the teachers union saying, you know know. what, we're not we're not going to punish students. We're going to let the two or three terrible students wreck the entire freaking class. And where does that ever work? It because doesn't work. Of, because of equity or inclusion some or nonsense, whatever the hell. Some Marxist crap yeah. that destroys everything. No, no, you're right. 100% right. I mean, it is, it is, this has been allowed to fester, and it's out of control. And it just continues to be more out of control. you got to be putting people in jail. Well, well yeah. Or they're going to die. Right. Yeah. Well, it's loving to keep giving them needles, clean needles. Give them the meth. Are you insane? And meth's not free. Where are they getting the money for that? Well, they're probably stealing from people. It could be. Or give them some money. Yeah. I'm thinking of this. This is a completely different story. But on this, not holding people accountable and not having discipline or putting criminals in jail. And you mentioned when we did the other story about the teachers union not wanting to discipline. And... You know, in suspensions and arrests for minor misbehavior. You know what happens? This is in Canada, where they're, you know, two years more nuts than us. I'll just play you from a news report, okay? Kids at the school got beat up. They were trying to tell the administrators, a fight's going to go down. Here are the kids. They've already said they're going to beat up this kid, that kid, the other kid. No one does anything to stop it. And so the kids get beaten up. Chaos erupts in the middle of a school day when a fight breaks out in the hallways of Tommy Douglas Secondary School last Monday. Three teens tell City News a group of students wanted to fight them. A girl in pink pants is thrown to the ground, kicked kicked in the the head head. five times. City News spoke with that 16-year-old. We are not naming any of the minors or their family members to protect their identity. It's just devastating, honestly, because... They changed the voices. I don't even know the girls. York Regional Police say four 14-year-olds and a 15-year-old have been charged with assault in connection to a call at the school last Monday. The student sustained injuries, including bruising to her head and ribcage. She and her 17-year-old friend, who says she was also assaulted that day, warned the school this was coming. And they said, we can't control the students in our school. We can't control, control students in our school. Then you failed. Yeah. Yep. You need to be out of that job. Yep. I mean... Again, because it's all rooted in communism, it's not necessarily new, or I guess they would prefer Marxist ideology. It's the same thing. It it is hard for me to wrap my head around a political and social theory that still maintains, in spite of the repeated failures, for over a century now, this stuff has been tried by different governments all over the world, and it never works. Nope. But then we're going to this other place as well. This is a different story. Okay, you've got biological males competing in women's sports all over the place. And again, as I mentioned, Canada, they're a few years ahead of us, and then it catches up. Seen it in a number of different instances. Okay, Rebel News up in Canada. They go to this college volleyball game. Guess how many biological males are on the court? Take a guess. Uh, three. Two. How about five? Holy cow, This man. female volleyball game that we witnessed earlier <laughs> featured not one, not two, not three, not four, but five men pretending to be females. 
three were on Seneca, two were on Centennial. Gee, can you imagine which side won? Well, not only that, the male players were always on the court. So you had biological female substitutes just sitting on the bench for the entire game. It doesn't even look like they're trying hard to look like women either. It's insanity. And by the way, and then, of course, the reporter that's there, he starts agitating, you know, some of the activists. And they start losing. We're very this topic, though. And why are you filming me? You don't have my permission. Uh, we don't need your permission. Okay, We're in a public so then space. Why are you talking to me then? Uh, well, you came to oh, us. Actually, you came to me. Uh, no, so you came to us. Disrespectful then. Uh, why are you being disrespectful? Am I transphobic? Why? Am I being transphobic? Why? Shut up. Why? Oh wow. Answer my question. Did we trigger you? No, you didn't trigger me. Are you trans too? Do I look trans to you? Oh, who knows these days? Okay, so- <laughs> <laughs> well, valid. That's true. Yeah, that's true. I don't know. Have no idea. You oh, know, it's in total insanity. Remember the days when you played co-ed slow pitch softball and every guy's team had to have at least two girls? That yeah. stopped it, early it, on, it, dude. Right. Because someone was going to get hurt. Right. Because it was a smart thing. Right. You know? But now you've got a girls' team with like three dudes on it. It's completely reversed. I know. No, it it doesn't it doesn't make any sense at all. Gosh, dang! I know, man. man. You get angry watching this because again, do I in, in that... trans? Well, I I, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, these other girls, and you know, I mean, to play college volleyball, you got to be pretty freaking good. Oh yeah. Work your whole life, and then watch some dude play in your spot. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Um. You will yeah, accept it, though, sir. You will accept it and Unre- like it. Unreal. Yeah, and you need to celebrate it. That's right. Oh, my gosh. All right. Hey, did anybody... I got to lighten it up. We do this a lot on the show. There's all this crazy stuff going on. Sometimes you just need a little bit of a laugh. Um, did you hear about the cop that pulled a gun on a squirrel? <laughs> Sounds like a start to a joke. Wow. No. It was in Missouri. A little pan frying going on there? Well... <laughs> Police department got a call about a possible home invasion. They don't know. Somebody's hearing something. Mm-hmm. Like, what's going on? So the cops get there. Well, and there's audio of it from the, the police cam. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's right there. It's a squirrel. They can disregard. I just saw it. Tony, now you can disregard the help. We got a squirrel in the house. Now it runs by his feet. Yeah, a squirrel in the house. Yeah. That's Just another day on the job. All right. Well, it's all tense. You don't know. You don't know what you're looking for. All of a sudden, oh, it's a squirrel. That's what's making the noise. Right. Okay. You should have pulled the trigger, though. Oh, squirrels are evil. Mm-hmm. The radicalized ones. <laughs> well, how can you tell? <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> all right. Got to get to a news update and full body deodorant. It's coming straight ahead. Pizza's here. Oh, great. I'd love some, but I'm worried about my stomach issues. If you're worried about having diarrhea, gas, bloating, stomach pain, or loose oily stools, it may not just be stomach issues. It could be a condition called exocrine pancreatic insufficiency, or EPI. With EPI, the pancreas doesn't release enough enzymes to break down food, but EPI is manageable. Use the symptom checker on identifyepi.com and talk to your doctor. That's identifyepi.com. Sponsored by AbbVie. 
Finding great candidates to hire can be like, well, trying to find a needle in a haystack. Sure, you can post your job to some job board, but then all you can do is hope the right person comes along, which is why you should try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash free. ZipRecruiter doesn't depend on candidates finding you. Its powerful technology identifies people with the right experience and actively invites them to apply to your job. You get qualified candidates fast. So while other companies might deliver a lot of hay, ZipRecruiter finds you what you're looking for. The needle in the haystack. Four out of five employers who post a job in ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate through the site within the first day. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. And right now you can try ZipRecruiter for free. That's right, free. Just go to this exclusive web address, ZipRecruiter.com slash free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash free. ZipRecruiter.com slash free. Getting your biggest tax refund from Jackson Hewitt can lead to some spirited reactions. Jackson Hewitt, yeah! Jackson Hewitt is so sure that you'll get your biggest refund that if they don't, you get your money back plus a hundred bucks. Jackson Hewitt, yeah! And Jackson Hewitt also guarantees the accuracy of your return for life. Hewitt, yeah! So don't just sit there. For your biggest refund guaranteed, walk into a Jackson Hewitt today and dance out Jackson Hewitt, yeah! All right, the Markley Van Camp and Robbins Show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. Bud Light has been in the news a lot in the last year. I don't know that we've ever seen a brand go down that fast. No. It had been built for years. I know they're taking a big swing at the Super Bowl this Sunday. And then the Trumpster yeah. put out on Truth Social what he thinks. Yeah, I mean, Donald Trump says the Bud Light ad was a mistake of epic proportions, the Dylan Mulvaney thing. Um, and for that, a very big price was paid. But Anheuser-Busch is not a woke company, he writes. says, maybe what? we're making a list of other companies that are that we could go after. Uh, but, hey, you know, look, we got let's call off the dogs a little bit is essentially what he's saying. It's interesting that a, 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 an, an Anheuser-Busch uh, lobbyist is actually throwing a fundraiser for Trump, like, yeah. next month. Yeah. So here we That's go. That's a the bad look there, man. James! That's a bad look. No, it is a bad it. look. It's a terrible look. It's not. It's, it's... Can you go on with the rest of his statement? Because I think this is interesting. Yeah. Uh, do, 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 do. Uh, why not the radical left does it viciously to run uh, to well-run uh, conservative companies and people? Meaning, why not go after other woke companies? Very nasty. But it's the way they play the game. On the other hand, Anheuser-Busch... Spend $700 million a year with our great farmers, employ 65,000 Americans, of which 1,500 are veterans, and is a founding corporate partner of Folds of Honor, which provides scholarships for families of fallen servicemen and women. They've raised over uh, $30 million, given uh, 44,000 scholarships. Anheuser-Busch is a great American brand that perhaps deserves a second chance. What do you think? Perhaps. Yeah, that was weird because deserve a second chance question mark. Yeah. Well, it's, it's kind of strange. Leave yourself in wiggle no. room there. Yeah. 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 Uh, perhaps instead we should be going after those companies that are looking to destroy America. Okay. I can go along with that where he says, how about the second chance? If you're giving somebody a second chance at something, what happens first? Atonement. An apology something, yeah. right? 
the apology never came. I think that was the biggest problem with a whole lot of people. If you would have had the CEO, the face of the brand say, listen, we got sideways with our core customer. Sorry about that. It's not going to happen again. Then I think people have been like, okay, all right. But that didn't happen. It was mealy mouth crap. Yep. And we're about a conversation. And we're, you know, sitting down together. And, bo- and you wouldn't because you were afraid of the woke activists. Well, if, if, and it was clear right. to see. Mealy mouth crap, if I don't have another option, is one thing. I got options here. I've moved on. Yes. You don't have something so unique, I can't get it anywhere else. Yeah. You know what? I was listening to a podcast yesterday with Jordan Peterson and Jocko Willick. It was fascinating. But one of the things they talked about, it was so simple. They're talking about some of Jocko's brands. Okay, he's got energy drinks, stuff like that. Talking about how to run a business and just rules of that. And one of them was, don't annoy your customer. That sounds like so simple. Of course not. And then it came into my mind when I'm reading this story. I'm like, that's what Bud Light, they annoyed their customer. I mean, it disgusted them in some ways. And then never really asked permission. And they may come back in time, but I still know a lot of people are like, not nah, forget it. Well, they acted like if they, it was free and cold, right, they'll drink it. Right. Well, yeah. But, but not if they like, got to buy it. They acted like they didn't know who their customer was. They were trying to change that it. That was the interesting thing. It was like, you know, you know who your customer is, right? No. That's why that marketing person I mean, was saying, we've got to get beyond yeah. who the customer base is. 28-year-old you Harvard that, grad. That yeah, person okay. was disgusted with the yeah customer base and wanted to broaden it well it's a frat boy beer and this must change right that whole nonsense okay yeah did see this and is it really a new trend full body deodorants yeah i saw this advertised because dudes are saying there's more body odor than ever yeah is there really come on well Mm -hmm. maybe they're just not recognizing it i don't know one expert expert as we're finding that people are struggling with body odor in general. Men, they're focused around their chest and private areas. Yeah. Deodorant on your chest and there. Mm-hmm. But for women, it's under bras. Well, I have heard that, yes. Sweat collects, yes. yes. So deodorant there to stop that yeah. from... Yeah. Yeah. i tell you, man, as a moobed American, I would appreciate that a little bit as well. Sometimes you get a little bit of boob sweat. Well, it <laughs> okay. happens. So are you going to start, what, just, like, spraying or, you know, going lift, with... Oh lift up the gosh. honkers and swipe, you know? Oh, boy, man. This is the Markley Van Camp and Robin show. It, it, another shower is always possible. <laughs> it seems kind of crazy. Yeah, you can just spray it down. You're fine. I mean, there are times, especially some deodorants, they can itch. If you don't get the right deodorant, have you ever had a type of deodorant that can then itch your armpits? I haven't. Mm, no, what I haven't. You, well, you only use it a couple of times. Like, oh, this is forget all that. But all over your body, I don't get it. Is it easier just a shower? Would seem just rolling it all over. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Mm. Oh, you know, there, there's something else that we got to get to. We'll get to the biggest story of the day. As a collector, I got to ask Robbins a question because something exists that we didn't know. Oh, wow. That and a news update, all coming up.
The Markley, Van Camp, and Robbins Show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. News update, David Van Camp. Well, uh, James Langford, a senator from Oklahoma, he was the Republican behind the negotiations for the $118 billion border security and uh, foreign aid package. Yeah. By the way, for our friends in Oklahoma, not happy yeah. with that dude. And anyway. uh, it, well, now he is uh, speaking on the uh, floor of the Senate about this and saying, hey, look, these Republicans, they they're really making this all about politics, not actually solving the problem, which this bill doesn't actually do. Um, and so what? here is a, a, a snippet uh, of what he the had bill to doesn't say. solve the problem. No, I mean, there are some enforcement mechanisms in there but they can also immediately be suspended of course by the president of the united states if he so chooses so right and he's already chosen to open the border right for three years it's stupid so yeah what what's the point of all of this anyway here's james james langford uh you know i guess he's crawling up on the cross here acting like he's this victim some of them may have policy differences some of them have been very clear with me They have political differences with the bill. They say it's the wrong time to solve the problem or let the presidential election solve this problem. In fact, I had a popular commentator four weeks ago that I talked to that told me flat out before they knew any of the contents of the bill, any of the content, nothing was out at that point, that told me flat out if you try to move a bill that solves the border crisis during this presidential year, I will do whatever I can to destroy you. Because I do not want you to solve this during the presidential election. Name names. Yeah. Well, that put a wow. name to it. That's a hell of an accusation. That's that's probably uh, uh, we're on a few stations alongside him. Uh, uh, Jesse Kelly does an evening radio program. Uh, okay. Jesse Kelly has said, yeah, he's talking about me. but And I've seen him Hilarious. say it open and, uh, you know, openly say that. And it, it, at least to my recollection, it's not about just the presidential election year. It's saying, dude, this doesn't actually solve the problem. That's the issue. I mean, just personally, and I like Jesse Kelly, but I don't know of anybody that doesn't want to see this problem solved. This goes back, well, it's better than 20 years. It just got worse and worse and worse, and the enforcement completely went away when Biden came in. And if it's a bill that will actually let border security do their job or get our own military down there to stop the influx of people, people are for it. That's not what the bill is. Well, standalone bill. It's not attached to the Ukraine. It's oh, not, of course, attached, that all that nonsense you know. too, and they do that on purpose. Oh yeah, yeah. That's why people hate politicians, man. Yeah, crap doesn't get done. Meanwhile, I don't know if you happen to see this. Um, this was on social media yesterday. Gays against groomers. They said uh, we want to make something clear that we have been sounding the alarm since we formed our organization. Literal predators are identifying as trans and doing the absolute least to pass as a way to gain access to children to evade criticism and punishment. You've talked about this before. 
trans thing, and you got to watch out, man, because it might be they want to, in your words, David, diddle your kid. Yeah. It's what they've been saying. Speaking out on it is not anti-LGBTQ. It is pro-child safety, something that should not be controversial at all. Pedophiles all over the Western world are rejoicing at the insanity and laxity of the gender movement and how easy it is for them to infiltrate it. We will not stand for this. We will never be quiet until this nightmare comes to an end. And it was a link to a story that was out of Australia. There's also one in the United States we'll get to in a second. Where a trans TikToker has pled guilty to child sexual abuse. This person had gotten pretty famous, apparently, in Australia as an activist. You find out there was a lot of child abuse going on. Mm-hmm. Okay. Then... Happened to see this story out of West Virginia, and this was a drag queen who's also a teacher at Jefferson High School, Charlestown, by the name of Edgar Kahn. He was arrested as a fugitive from justice, facing eight counts of sexual exploitation of a child in Cobb County, Georgia. And then it goes into the details of that story, where apparently this guy had sent this 17-year-old boy sexually explicit and nude pictures of a woman that wasn't him. Okay? Okay. Um, so then you're wondering, why would he do that? Because then was he planning on meeting this person then dressed as a woman, as a drag queen? I have no idea. But he was admitted to pretending to be a female and communicating with the male subject in Georgia. It was, I mean, probably uh, an attempt to get some risque, you yeah. know, pictures exchanged. More like, yes. hey, here's a picture of and then blackmail, and then, blah know. blah blah. Holy smokes, man! And that's the thing when you're talking about protecting kids, and when the argument against that is we anti-LGBTQ. Okay. Yeah. People are just going to have to take the criticism. No, that's not what it's about. I don't care what you say. We're here to protect kids. We have to protect kids. Huh. I mean, in so many different stories through just today, it is an example of how we are failing kids all over the place and have been for a while. Oh, well, I just want to know if there isn't, you know, a, a, a diddler effort in things like drag queen story time. Why don't they ever go to old folks homes? To read stories that's... or talk to old... Why is it always around kids? <laughs> Boy, that's a great question, Well, David. you know, I, I'll, I'll, I'll say just for the record, uh, having stumbled into one myself... Um, a drag queen story hour? Uh, was a drag queen paint-by-number night or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. So I walk into this place, I go. To, I eat there quite frequently, and that particular night they had drag queen, they had easels up, and they were doing art, and they were doing the drag queen thing. And it was all Caucasian, middle-aged women. Okay. So it wasn't children, is my point. So in that case, you're saying... Yeah, I, th- oh. I, th- I think there's two There's two ways, yeah. That, you know, we talked about these suburban, wine-swilling women who yeah, vote it's for... It's like a you hip know, thing. See, I'm open-minded. Right? See, that's, I'm not closed-minded. No, I'm not one of those you're, people. You're it's, ab- you're it's fun. You're, you're absolutely right. Right, yes. yeah, that nonsense. Yeah. I got gotcha. you. All right. Are you ready for your three? Now it's time. Let's rock and roll. Here we go. Are you ready? One, two, buckle my shoe. 
It's the three most important news stories of the day. I hit the trifecta. Well, at least according to Scott Robbins. It's the trifecta on the Markley Van Camp and Robbins Show. Every day about this time, the Scott Robbins trifecta, his top three of the day, helped by his hero. Hi, it's me, Casey. Well, hey, buddy, Super Bowl coming up Sunday. Got some pizzas. Got some three soft drinks. Are you coming or not? Three. I'm just, ready. Yeah, well, coming. What's, what's number three, Scott? Uh, <laughs> number three, well, ICE has issued a statement, a little update here, confirming that four people, these are the knuckleheads who were flipping people off on their way out of the courtroom in New York after they were released, after they beat the hell out of cops. They four people believed to be fleeing the state of New York from their suspected involvement in the assault on the cops have now been arrested. Good. At a bus station in Phoenix, Arizona. They are now in ICE custody for immigration violations. It is believed now they will be processed and then sent back. Only to probably to go back to the border, come, come across as they did the first time around. Yeah, let's actually see if they're deported. But I'm glad at least something happened to these people. Yeah. What a bunch of arrogant... Oh, gosh. Golly. Yeah, no kidding. I'd like to punch him in the face, I'll tell you. Yeah, I agree with you. Now, on with the countdown. <laughs> I agree with you, President, yes. Scott Robbins, trifecta, top three of the day. Two. Uh, this coming Sunday, the most widely viewed sporting event in America, the Super Bowl. National Football League will feature the singing of Lift Every Voice and Sing, the song first known as the Negro National Anthem, now known as the Black National Anthem. This year will be a little different in that they will play the R national anthem america's national anthem first and then play the black national anthem second now the thought behind this is a lot of people sat during the black national anthem last year so this year they'll already be standing they don't think that many will sit down therefore it will go last there's no such thing as the black national anthem david yes there is no there's not there's the national anthem. Right. There's there's the national anthem, which is mm-hmm. for black people, for white people, for Hispanics. Yep. You know what they need to do if they really want to, you know, get the viral sensation and all of this and really just put people in a weird position? They need to bring in Taylor Swift to sing the, the black national anthem. <laughs> no well, one would know how to handle that. Dude, she's already going to be there. It's not like you got to fly her in. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Well, I know to celebrate Black History Month last night, I saw a clip of Biden. Jill was trying to show him where to go. Oh, my god! It was gosh. a disaster. Oh, dude. But, I saw that, too. But there was a black band singing, but it was a Bonnie Raitt song. I can't make you love me. It was, it was odd to me. So, anyway, I don't know. Really? Yeah, like of all of it's Bonnie Black Raitt's History song? Month. Yeah. It, all the great black musical artists, you're not going to do one of those songs? Yeah, red-headed white woman. It's odd. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Interesting. Who's going to sit down for the second song, I wonder, at the Super Bowl? I don't know. That's the logic behind it is that's people already be standing, and they won't want to hmm. because it'll feel awkward. There'll be some people that will sit. I don't know how many, but there will be yeah, some. Yeah. You can and bet the on countdown that. continues. Scott Robbins, trifecta top three of the day. And finally, yes. one. Elizabeth Warren is in the news. She's doing the work, my friends. Uh, Focahontas is at it again. She put a tweet out and said this, fewer Doritos in your bag, fewer Oreos in your box, less toilet paper on your roll. 
you aren't imagining this. Big corporations really are making you pay the same amount, sometimes more. For less, it's called shrinkflation. And we've got to crack down on it right now. I call it goofy. Yeah. <laughs> fewer Doritos in your bag, fewer Oreos in your box, less toilet paper in your roll. Good. Eat fewer Doritos. Eat fewer Oreos. Maybe go with baby wipes. I don't know. Wow. So she's back to uh, yeah. protesting for the people. Yeah, it's corporate greed, huh? Yeah. Well, we need government to decide how many cool ranch Doritos go in a bag. Well, did, did What's she, acceptable? Does she not know what like the producer price index is or anything like that? Like, you know that inflation also hurts the businesses that we buy things from, and that means yeah. they have to either charge more for the same or charge the same for less. That's how it works. Yeah, and we need government to regulate our package sizes, don't we? Yeah. Pocahontas! Yeah, he calls it that, too. Set prices, too, while you're at it there, Focahontas. Get yeah. And there you have it. Yes, Scott yes. Robbins, trifecta. Speaking of businesses and running a business, running a business, it's been said before, it's true, it's a 24-7 job. Yeah, it's easy to fall behind on things like closing up the books every month. I mean, it just can be a real hassle. Of course, everybody knows it's super important, though. Yeah, and if uh, this is you, by the way, you should know these three numbers. 37,000, 25, and one. Yeah, 37,000. That's the number of businesses that have upgraded to NetSuite by Oracle. 25. NetSuite turns 25 this year. That's 25 years of helping businesses do more with less. Close their books in days, not weeks, and drive down the cost. And one, because your business is one of a kind. So you can get a customized solution for all your KPIs in one efficient system with one source of truth. Yeah, manage risk, get reliable forecasts, and most importantly, improve those margins. Yep, everything you need to grow all in one place. Having all your information in one place makes it easy to make better decisions, too. And right now, NetSuite has what they're saying is an unprecedented offer to make it happen. Yeah, right now, download NetSuite's popular KPI checklist. It's designed to give you consistently excellent performance. It's free at netsuite.com slash MVR. That's netsuite.com slash MVR to get your own KPI checklist. Yeah, netsuite.com slash MVR. All right. Got to get to another news update. Oh, yeah. And then uh, Nimrod's in the news. Got a fun one today. And a quarterback stat with the Super Bowl coming up, you won't believe. Straight ahead. It's the last ride, but your symptoms of irritable bowel syndrome with constipation, or IBSC are taking you for a ride. What should you do? Keep managing your constipation with belly pain the same old way? Or try getting ahead of your symptoms by talking to your doctor about treating it with Linzess, linaclotide. Linzess is a prescription medicine that treats IBSC in adults. It's not a laxative. It's a once-daily pill that helps you get ahead of your symptoms. It's proven to help you have more frequent and complete bowel movements and helps relieve overall abdominal symptoms, belly pain, discomfort, and bloating. These symptoms were studied in combination, not individually. Do not give Linzess to children less than two. It may harm them. Do not take Linzess if you have a bowel blockage. Get immediate help if you develop unusual or severe stomach pain, especially with bloody or black stools. The most common side effect is diarrhea, sometimes severe. If it's severe, stop taking Linzess and call your doctor right away. Other side effects include gas, stomach area pain, and swelling. Imagine, what could relief from IBSC mean for you? Talk to your doctor and say yes to Linzess. Learn more at Linzess.com or call 1-800-L-I-N-Z-E-S-S. Finding great candidates to hire can be like, well... 
trying to find a needle in a haystack. Sure, you can post your job to some job board, but then all you can do is hope the right person comes along, which is why you should try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash free. ZipRecruiter doesn't depend on candidates finding you. Its powerful technology identifies people with the right experience and actively invites them to apply to your job. You get qualified candidates fast. So while other companies might deliver a lot of hay, ZipRecruiter finds you what you're looking for. The needle in the haystack. Four out of five employers who post a job in ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate through the site within the first day. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. And right now you can try ZipRecruiter for free. That's right, free. Just go to this exclusive web address, ZipRecruiter.com slash free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash free. ZipRecruiter.com slash free. The Markley Van Camp and Robin Show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. News update, David Van Camp. On the state of Hawaii, they have narrowly advanced a bill that could keep Trump off of the ballot there. So here we go. Okay. More and more and more. They're just trying to pile it up. Mm -hmm. I mean, they're really afraid that Trump could win. You can tell. And with every day... Feel like can Biden is he even going to make it for crying out loud? I, mean, I don't want to. I mean, choose my words. Yeah, yeah, he's fine. What's no problem. Yeah, sure. Oh, I mentioned a quarterback stat that you probably wouldn't believe. I don't know if you've seen this or not. Did you see, like, for Brock Purdy, starting quarterback for the Niners, like what he makes as far as his salary compared to other NFL quarterbacks? Makes like six grand a month, right? Well, Lamar Jackson, the Ravens, made Brock's entire salary in just 11 minutes into game one. Yeah. Golly. Yeah. Lamar Jackson made $80 million this year. Patrick Mahomes, it took 16 minutes. He made $59.4 million this year. Daniel Jones of the Giants, he didn't have that good a year either. Did it in 19 minutes. Holy smokes! Something he's on his rookie contract for eight hundred fifty grand. Eight hundred fifty grand. Yeah, something tells me that's going to change in the very near future. Yeah, dang, that's something, isn't it? That is something. Well, he was Mister Irrelevant, right? He was. Yeah, no doubt about it. All right, we got to get to Nimrods. Roll it out. When the going gets tough, damn it, this is too hard. The dumb get dumber. All right, Ian. It's Nimrods in the news on the Martley Van Camp and Robbins show. I love the poorly educated. All right, Nimrods in the news. Well, cops called in Central Indiana. Some multiple calls about someone shining a laser at planes near a small municipal airport. Police report came in on Saturday. Cop drove out to the airport to see if they could figure out who was doing it. No luck at first until the cop was driving around 20 minutes later when the idiot with the laser decided to shine it directly at the cop's patrol car. Oh, let's see. That's stupid. Christopher Clem, 49 years old, pulled him over, found two lasers in his car. Guess what else? Found some drugs. Of course. Crushed up painkillers and meth. He is in a lot of trouble. And that's Nimrods in the news. <laughs> 